Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as SelfDiscovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. And I'm your host, Sarah Troy. Well, it has been quite a rough week. I came down with COVID. My daughter and her husband and little one, two-year-old Roro, came up for a visit last week. And we don't know where we got it from, um, but we all came down with COVID. So it's not good for several reasons. One, COVID is never pleasant. Uh, It's been a bit of a rough week and I had an awful lot of shows to get under my belt because they were my last shows for a few weeks. Why? Because baby number two is going to be born tomorrow. We don't need this COVID before baby comes. We need time to recover, but that's not going to be so. I am with my daughter and son-in-law and little baby Roro because I am on Roro duty while my daughter goes into hospital to have the baby. He's going to be born by C-section. And as he is a special needs child, he has Down syndrome. We don't quite know how long she's going to be in hospital, what tests they have to run or what has to be done. So I'm on duty there for a while. Now, introducing my grandson to his new brother is going to become something quite exceptional. Meeting my grandson for the first time, as it was a couple of weeks um, with uh, Roro, it's going to be a pure delight. We can't wait to meet him. We know that this little one called Louis is going to be someone very special in our lives. But uh, it's also a time of unsureness. Now, when my daughter found out that she was actually carrying a child with Down syndrome, the results came back to her the day before her birthday. Quite crushing, but she's such a down-to-earth woman that she has her tears and feels her feelings and then looks at what she can do something about it. And on her birthday morning, where her son got her up at 5.30 in the morning, There was a photograph taken of her with her big belly and her son kissing her little baby brother, his baby brother. And and this is what she wrote. She's posting out and I have to read it and I had to incorporate it because it is so profound and so beautiful. This is what she said. It's been a hard couple of weeks grappling with the news that a baby to come will have Down syndrome. I've shed a lot of tears But I'm sure that one day when I'm doing something seemingly meaningless together with him, I won't know what I was so worried about. There is a lot of unknown. There are never any guarantees and never will be in life. Some people may feel lucky that this isn't their story or their family, and that's okay. I get it. I want you to feel lucky because you are. But so are we. My capacity to love unconditionally has grown more and more than I could ever have imagined. And I hope I am a better person to all of you because of it. I post this because 
if and when I see you, I hope you congratulate us and greet us with joy, not pity. We're better than okay. I will continue to lead with strides of love each day for this little human who I know will light up whatever room he's in. Anyway, I enjoy so enjoy some blurry 5am photographs of my family. Now, as I am Mama Sarah, grandma to these beautiful boys, I'm so proud of my daughter and her view of this child to come. Love is a healer. It's an a uniter, a teacher of us all. I know that her love will be all that is needed. But at the same time, yes, we face challenges. We don't know exactly what those challenges will be. We know there will be his learning curves and he will learn at a different rate. We know that he may have some respiratory problems or may have some heart problems. We're hoping not. Um, indication that everything seems to be okay right now, but all of those type of things aren't revealed until the baby is born. So, little one comes into our life. I can't wait to meet him, and I can't wait to see the reaction of his brother. I can't wait to see this family grow. I will eventually be moving closer to my daughter so that I can watch these beautiful children grow and, and help her with them. Little Louis could surprise us all. He could be exemplary. He could do all sorts of wonderful things. But whatever he can or cannot do, we will love him on his level of what he has to give. From my time of interviewing children with um, autism, children that are now grown, I have learned quite a bit from different spectrums of autism that they can be incredibly creative because they focus in on the vision of what they see, of what they desire, or what they're drawn and passionate about. And that they can be incredibly gifted and very artistic. And if we let them and support them in that focus, that purpose that they have is very, very defined. The other thing is, is that they have a very small social um, spectrum, which is fine because they don't need 5,000 likes. They don't need other people's approval. Now, of course, they've got feelings and they're going to react to things in life, but they like their circle small and true. They don't like crowds or big, big things that are happening around them because it's about that static energy. Too much energy, too much compression of that energy can be overwhelming. And when they're in a in a vibration of frequency where they feel they can flow and they can grow, then it becomes something that, that, that's easier to deal with. So as we learn about this wonderful little boy with Down syndrome, and as we learn about what his needs are, as we learn and hopefully meet other people, because there are many, apparently there were three born in Nanaimo where my daughter is, uh, just the other week. So we don't know what causes it. And there is no shame or blame. There is actually no identification of why. It's just too many chromosomes. And nobody knows where those chromosomes come from. So let us look at these children as a gift to us. 
They're here to show us love. They're here to show us patience. They're here to show us what can be achieved. They're here to show us nurturing. They're here to show us joy. And if we could just be present with them in their presence, we will learn so much more from them. And hopefully we will inspire them and support them into being everything they are. Maybe little Louis will have to be monitored all his life. Maybe he'll be able to support himself and work, but he'll never be able to live a completely full cognitive life entirely on his own. That, of course, brought about concern with the family, and immediately all the family stepped up. That means my son, my daughter-in-law, my other daughter, we are there for them. We are there for them. And no matter what happens, we are there for them. And I am going to be there for them for as long as I'm allowed to be around in this world. So, yes, we're excited. Tomorrow, April 19th, little Louis will be born. And I will now be a grandmother of two. Two grandsons and one step-granddaughter. And it is truly a gift being a grandmother. It's very different to being a mother. When you're a mother, you're immediately in 24-7 mode. What does the child need next, now, in the future? And you're never off that treadmill. As a grandmother, I can take my time a little more. I can be more observant. I can be more goofy. I haven't got all those other pressures on me. And there are many grandmothers and grandparents out there who have stepped up to raising their grandchildren for, for some reason their parents can't. And kudos to you. I know it's exhausting. I'm 68. I don't have all the energy in the world. If this had happened at 48 or 58 even, it would have been different. My energy level isn't as high as it used to be. And of course, with my health, it's challenged. But I will be there physically as much as I can be, but spiritually always. Now, I'm going to have some really wonderful one-on-one -on -one time with my little grandson, Roro, and we're going to go off on some adventures. We want to let him know that doesn't matter if Louis is in his life, he is incredibly special and will always be so. I remember when I gave birth to my son, I kind of made the mistake of not having my daughter come into the hospital until I was ready to go home, which was the third day. And she was mad at me. She was 21 months. She walked into that hospital. She went straight over to my son in the cot and tried to pick him up and carry him out. Didn't want anything to do with me. She was mad at me. So I don't know if we're going to get into hospital to see little Louis and bring Roro to meet him there. I hope so. But every child is different, of course. But in this case, it would have been better for her to have been there right from the beginning. When my other daughter was born, uh, there was four and six years apart between the children, between the older children and her. And they did come into the hospital and they immediately held her and they immediately stepped up as big brother and sister. And it was really beautiful to see. They were wonderful. So children are a gift. But, you know, you do marvel. You do marvel at how many trillions of people have gone through this burnout world, how many have been born. When you look at the nine months of carrying a child, the morning sickness and everything that can go wrong. When you look at childbirth of how many women have died in childbirth or how many children have died in childbirth through the eons. And then if they are born, 
the raising of them. Today, we are so cautious. We have special plastic things over the plugs. We make sure they can't touch this. We've got things that go on the corner of tables. We're so protective of our children. But you look at through history and children were crawling on a dirty floor, uh, people walking over them. I mean, it's a marvel, actually, that we have so many people in the world. When you think about uh, what a child has got to survive and that if they do survive to adulthood, what an achievement that is. And then along comes somebody who decides to have a war and throws our kids onto the battlefront. And there they die. And if they are lucky enough to survive, they have post-traumatic stress. And if they're lucky enough to survive that, then they can live a productive life. But I think there's a lot of things that we need to change in humanity. And one of them is, yes, let's be very caring of our children and nurturing, but like teach them how to explore safely, teach them how to discover safely, teach them the boundaries of what not to touch or what not to do, but encourage what they can do. And let them have some germs because that builds up their resistance. And let them enjoy their childhood. Don't let them grow up too quickly. Let them be the wonderful essence of the child they are and not start boxing them in and categorizing them and limiting them but instead feeding that essence of who they are and their exploration and their discovery into being who they're meant to be as adults. Yes, they will know struggles in their life and show them how they can navigate through those struggles, become stronger and wiser and better for them. But let us not let them suffer. Now let's show them how not to suffer, but to change that suffering into struggles that they can overcome. We have a society that is broken. And it's broken because the inner child was not heard, was not given permission, was not allowed to be. It had to conform to the adult's dictation of what they should be. And consequently, we have too many adults with a child inside begging to be seen, to be loved, to be heard. Now, if we hear our children all the way through their growth, all the way to their adulthood, if we allow them to be who they're meant to be and not suppress them, but encourage them, if we believe in them and hear them, let them speak, let them ask questions, let them challenge us, let them do all of that. We're preparing them to be better human beings, more compassionate, more understanding, more adaptability, more adoptability, more flexibility than Dealing with someone who feels they were never heard or they were never seen. So here I am about to be grandma again, and I am so looking forward to it. I can't wait to hold little Louie in my arms and look at those bright eyes and that big smile. The beautiful thing about Down syndrome is they are known to be very loving children, very loving people with beautiful smiles. I love a big smiler. And my little Roro has a beautiful big smile. And I think that we're going to be having some smiling fests going on. So a little prayer for my daughter tomorrow, please. On the 19th, early morning. Don't know what hour yet. She will be having a C-section. That all goes well. And that little Louie is born healthy. 
whatever else we would like him to be healthy. We know the challenges he faces. We don't want the health challenges to be one of them. And if they are there, that he and we can face them with courage, with strength, whatever it is we have to face. So are you a grandmother? Are you a mother? Are you people just around children? Do you watch people with children and watch how wonderful those children are in their exploration of life? If you are a grandmother, then you know what I'm talking about. That very special bond, that very unique vibe, that wonderful frequency that we're on, that connection that we have with our grandchildren that is different. That is not to say that with our children, it wasn't utterly wonderful. They changed our lives completely, literally from the inside out. That connection we have with our children, that signature, then they're born. When we hold them, that bonding is always there. My children will always be my babies. I don't care how old, how tall, how big, how anything else they are. They will always be my babies. And now I have little grandbabies. And I can smother them with kisses and love because I've got a lot of love to give. So, welcome to the world, Louis. Welcome. May life treat you well. May your life show you all the beautiful and enrichment and abundance it has to give. May it always be healing. May it always be nurturing. May it always be inspiring for you. May it show you all that you can do and all that you can be. And may it not limit you into anything you think you can't be or you've been told you can't be. Push the boundaries. Spread your wings. Show us all that you are. Surprises with your wonderful essence. And we will be inspired by you and invited to match your vibration. So next week, I will let you know all about the birth and... Here we go. I don't know who's more nervous, my daughter or I, but I'm going to be a grandma again. Until next week, folks. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.